the Purple Mafia with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. You want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. Today is Sunday, March 27th, 2011. This is episode number 87 of the aforementioned Purple Mafia. I am, of course, your host, Paladino Joey, also known as Joey Awajan. I was kindly introduced by our executive producer, Dylan Richardson, at the beginning of the introduction. And, of course, Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes. I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to this show. It is a great appreciation to me. Oh, so very much. Well, another thing I'm very, very appreciative of, Anthony from L.A. has returned. He has called in to Purple Mafia, and he, of course, will join this show for a little pre-draft talk. That's right, a little pre-draft talk. Got it like that. Well, that's kind of why we're here today. I mean, there's... (laughs) There might not be another Purple Mafia show for a little while, until, I guess, the draft, for multiple reasons. Of course, there's no free agency right now. There, There's no free agency. Why do you think that is? Well, I think we already know why that is. And there hasn't been a Purple Mafia show for <laughs> a little bit over a month, because, well, we're in an NFL lockout. Oh, come on, man. That's right, a full-blown lockout. Remember, they extended the... Uh, they extended the, the uh, CBA a few days, or about a week or so, and then finally things just blew sky high, and that was the end of it. Players pretty much saying, screw you, and then walking away. The owners then going through what they were planning on going through all along, a lockout. So the excitement begins. Not. <laughs> pretty much the lack thereof has begun. But the good news is the draft will continue as is, and the Minnesota Vikings will hopefully, in my opinion, land a quarterback in this draft, as a lot of you out there agree with that approach. Uh, yeah, the Vikings need to draft a quarterback. I am going to be firm on that, though uh, our buddy Sebastian Balls, like in the wide receiver position as well, hey, he's got some good points. We'll get to that, of course. You know, nothing wrong with any of you. I mean, hey, I missed a lot of you out there. I mean, it's, this, has been kind, this is kind of like a, a reunion of sorts. Shucks, it's been over a month. Uh, I'm not going to lie, the ratings were down this year, folks. Of course they were. Uh, a lot of people kind of got bored and with the football team, the product. Hopefully not bored with my show as well, but definitely bored with the team. I mean, you walk up, you walk by Vikings locker room. Like I said on the previous show, there was there's nobody in the there's nobody in those the Vikings locker room, the little stores you see at the Mall of America or the Ridgedale Mall. In, in my case. Pretty fairly close to me. That's in Minnetonka, Minnesota, of course, down 394 from here, <laughs> from where I am in Golden Valley. But uh, 
Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, the lack of interest for the Minnesota Vikings is pretty high. It's very Minnesota Timberwolves-like, almost. Okay, maybe not that bad. Of course, by the way, Timberwolves Explosion on com and on iTunes. Don't forget to check that out. I host that show as well. Um, the lockout, well, whatever. I mean, I suppose the players have reason to want to <laughs> to not work with the owners and some of their ideas, but at the same time, the owners have reason to want to make things more in their favor. I mean, I, you know, I'm just going to kind of leave it as is. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you, I'm more of a cap expert when it comes to the NBA than the NFL. Now, that does not mean I'm a less fan of the NFL than the NBA. I'm a massive fan of both. Just saying, I'm, I follow the, the salary cap closer in the NBA. Uh, I, I just do. For me, for whatever reason, it's easier for me to, to keep up with, kind of to comprehend, we'll say. Uh, the NFL cap, there are so many variables in the NFL uh, CBA. It is unbelievable. Uh, it's a little different, too, when you can have 12 to 15 members on your NBA roster versus 53-plus in the NFL. It, you know, it's there's a lot of variables in the, in the National Football League collective bargaining agreement. And, um, of course, obviously, it's a completely different approach. It's partially guaranteed and partially not guaranteed. And some players, no, there's no guarantee he could be cut tomorrow. And that's the end of their contract as of tomorrow. You know, <laughs> it's the end of it. Maybe they were paid 20000 of their two hundred. Well, too bad. That's all you get, bub. Bye-bye. You know, that's it. Maybe a small severance package. I have no idea what's in their deal. But um, there, that's pretty much my thoughts on the lockout. It sucks. It's frustrating. Uh, but I'll come up with this this statement for the time being. I do believe there will be football in 2011. Yes, I do. Uh, there's too much money at stake for both sides. The NFL players obviously need to make a living. And the NFL owners, well, they need to make a living too, as funny as that might sound. Uh, yeah, it's billions of dollars, folks. This is billions of dollars that would not go in the, in the owners' pockets. Uh, i got to think both sides are going to get slightly more desperate, slightly more willing to negotiate as the summer draws nearer and nearer. But for the time being, all we can do is... Yeah, wait. Just pretty much go into dormancy and wait, unfortunately, after the draft. But luckily we do have one topic to talk about in terms of current NFL matters, and that'd be the draft. Outside of, you know, and, uh, all these uh, news articles yeah, that we're going to get to. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of features on the Facebook page today. For some odd reason... <laughs> I was so out of it, I thought that I didn't do the Vikings uh, State of the Vikings address for 2011 yet. Uh, yeah, I did. That was episode number 86. So, mostly today is odds and ends. Tying up loose ends. You could call that. Odds and ends or tying up loose ends, whatever you want to call it for episode 87. It is what it is, and here we are. Um, the Facebook page, I called it the Facebook group, the Facebook page for the Purple Mafia Show. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. I understand there is a lack of interest right now for the Minnesota Vikings and probably the NFL as a whole because of the lockout and the horrible play of the team. But hey, we have a new coach who's got a nice attitude. Uh, we are going to have a new quarterback this year. Uh, somebody other than Tavares Jackson. That's very encouraging. Uh, yeah, no more Childress, no more Tavares Jackson. I mean, come on, smile a little bit. I think that's a little bit of a positive, I got to think. 
even if the quarterback is Joe Webb, <laughs> which no, I'm not as high on as some other people, but no, I, I, I'm not condemning him to a third string spot for the rest of his career either, just yet. I mean, who knows? Who knows what Joe Webb will be? But uh, no, no one's going to, I'm not going to crown him. You know, you want to crown him, then crown his ass. <laughs> but he is what I thought he is so far. <laughs> okay, sorry about that, but I had to use that line. Sorry, Denny, sorry. Um, but no, he was what I thought he was in the Detroit game, in a way. Uh, talented, but a little out of control. There, I'm going to kind of leave that alone now from here on out. <sighs> yeah, that's about where things stand with that. Um, I really hope, like what I'm trying to get to, my point of getting a little more excitement for the team, I hope, uh, there have not been people clicking the like button for the Facebook page, and it's kind of frustrating a little bit. Uh, those of you out there that I have clicked like, thank you also very much. Uh, please encourage your friends to simply go to facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show, scroll down a little bit and click the button that says like on the page. Don't click like on a link. That doesn't do anything. You have to actually go to the page and click like on the left-hand side. That's all you got to do. Um, and it, it just it makes the show, it makes the page bigger. It It helps. Bring your friends over. I really would appreciate it. Um, but that's the, the bit there. Uh, the Twitter account, I don't know if I mentioned it. Twitter.com forward slash Pro Mafia Show. Give that a follow. Would be terrific. Outside of that, I need to stop rambling about that and move on to current Viking matters. I mean, that's why we're here. That's pretty much why we're here. And uh, that's why Anthony from L.A. joins us now. Hey, Joey. What's up? It's Anthony from L.A. Uh, first time calling in a while. Having uh, I do listen to the show though. Do listen to your show. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to do a pre-draft show, but if you do, uh, just wanted to talk about uh, uh, that a little bit. And the I don't, the CBA, I really don't, you know, pay much attention to it. It's confusing. It's I don't know all the details. Uh, the only thing I do hope is that uh, that the players the rookies are able to go to the draft. And uh, because that's their day, I think that's their day. I don't think that they'll be known for crossing picket lines because they're not even getting paid. They're not even in players' union yet. So I'm hoping that they get to go to the game because they, they won't be able to reenact that. I heard ESPN saying that the NFL is trying to possibly reenact a situation to where they can be televised with the commissioner and picking and holding the jersey and all that, uh, that that's not going to work, especially after the draft had already by the team a month or two down the line. Uh, anyways, um, I hope I like uh, what I like is uh, I hope we get a quarterback. You know, I'm hoping for Jake Locker. I like the way the way he plays. I think he would fit good. Um, other than that, uh, Cam Newton, I don't think he'll be there, and uh, I, I don't know something about him that I just don't like the way he. Uh, all that, it just seems like it's going to be a good waiting game for him, where Locker looks like he's got the tools in place, he needs to be coached. Um, also, I, I podcast not only your show, but I, I listen to a lot of K-Fan shows, and I uh, listen to the Tower Trip show, it's pretty funny, you know, me being here in L.A., I, I, I do a lot of podcasts I listen to at work, and uh, I heard also the Paul Allen when I heard Aaron, Aaron Henderson hosting and talking to Randy Moss. I thought that was interesting, because he sounded really genuine in all the you know, comments he was making about Minnesota and all the fans and players. And, uh, I'm sorry, and, uh, 
he it seems like he he's really loves Minnesota and and as much as I was mad that he was there this year and the way he played uh there's you know something special about him that he you know he was one of my favorite players and I hope that he is one day able to retire as a viking uh just like to say that and uh let's see what else uh that's all I've got right now. Okay, Joy? Thanks. I'll talk to you. And I thank you for that call, Anthony. As always, great to have you on board. Continue to call in as much as possible. Hey, Brent Jacobson, where are you out there, buddy? Haven't heard from you for a, mo- for a while either. Uh, those out there as well, Dan Doro, uh, Sebastian Balls. Hey, you guys, consider calling in sometime. 209-736-7877. 209-736-7877. Be like Anthony from L.A. and call in to Purple Mafia. I mentioned you are calling in for Purple Mafia because it is a voicemail, so do treat it as such, and then do what Anthony did. Comment, questions, comments, whatever. Great to have you on board. Would be terrific indeed. Um, yeah, Anthony from L.A., always a fantastic caller. But, uh, yeah, and I appreciate yeah that you're still listening out there. I do appreciate that very, very much. Also, <laughs> I mean, oh, so appreciated. Never, never can take that for granted. I can't. I mean, heck, <laughs> after last year going from really high numbers to significantly lower numbers because of the play of the team, you know, you can't take it for granted, man. I mean, I appreciate that so much that people listen. So, again, thanks for that. Uh, yes, the, this whole rookie getting drafted thing, uh, as of I know, uh, uh, excuse me, <laughs> as I know, the, the draft will continue as is and like normal. From what I know, the draft will continue like normal, so that's pretty much all I can say at this point. I hope I'm understanding you correctly well, the way you mentioned that. If not, maybe call in again and clarify. Uh, as for that, yeah, hoping for uh, Jake Locker. Yes, Jake Locker, so a little bit of draft conversation. We are going to dive into it right now. Um, well, Walter Football has the Minnesota Vikings. This is WalterFootball.com, the 2010, 2011, excuse me, Mock draft has the Vikings taking Daquan Bowers. They have him selecting the defensive end. They have him uh, slipping all to number 12. He was supposed to go higher in previous mock drafts, but uh, some, uh, you know, the, the drop of in his stock, work ethic issues potentially. According to Walter Football, they say he has more red flags than the Chinese embassy. You've got all of that line. <laughs> uh, bad tape, troubles about his knee. Like, okay, that's great to know. That's just great. Um... But then again, you never know. I mean, some of the there was troubles. There were troubles with Adrian Peterson's shoulder, and he blew up. So you never know. He blew up and became the best running back in pro football. So who knows what's going to happen? Uh, sure, it fills a need because the Vikings are probably most likely going to lose Ray Edwards. And yes, they resigned Brian Robinson, who is an off the bench guy. Brian Robinson is an off the bench energy type of guy who's going to come in and get a couple sacks. He, that's what he is. That's what he is. He's kind of like uh, KGB was for the Green Bay Packers in the past. So, um, you know, he's going to get a couple sacks. He's not going to get as many as KGB did, but more kind of a fill-in type guy. Everson Griffin, well, two arrests. Yeah, he's been arrested uh, more than once. Everson Griffin's got some issues there as well. Who knows what he's going to be? How many players have come to this? How many defensive ends have come to the Minnesota Vikings? Were, uh, highly touted, drafted fairly high, whatever, or slipped to the Vikings, allegedly. You could say they allegedly slipped to the Vikings and then did a whole lot of nothing. So, 
that's why Walter. That's that's Walter Football's opinion that if DeQuinn Bowers falls to the Vikings at number twelve, they will scoop him up because of the need for the other defensive end position, bookend the defensive line to join Jared Allen in that in that deal. Um, but no, I'm hoping for Jake Locker as well, Anthony. Yes, I'm hoping for Jake Locker as well. Uh, Walter Football, for some strange reason beyond my comprehension, doesn't even. They don't even have Jake Locker going in the first round. I can't find him in the first round here, and I have no idea what they're doing here. That's kind of strange. Like, what do they think? He? What do they think? He's he's uh, Jimmy Clausen again? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy Clausen's in trouble, folks, because uh, the Panthers pick number one. Most mock drafts have Blaine Gabbert heading to the Carolina Panthers. I would lean that direction as well. Blaine Gabbert, of course, quarterback, Missouri. Expected to go number one overall in most mock drafts. Uh, a lot of these mock drafts are kind of strange, though. This one, I think they're either dead on with the number one pick, but kind of screwy with the with uh, Jake Locker just a little bit. Uh, this other one called NewNFLDraft.com, I think I'm saying it correctly, ha- does have the Vikings take uh, taking Jake Locker 12th overall, which uh, makes some people excited here in this area that want a new quarterback and think that that uh, the Vikings are going to lock her up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to lock her up in the draft, according to uh, uh, <laughs> Minnesota Vikings Vice President of Player Personnel, Rick Spielman. Yeah, <laughs> because they wanted to use all these bits, you know, all these bits on the Paul Allen show. That was kind of fun. It's just funny that he ended up using that name. Funny. It's almost, you know, we can, we can do our little conspiracy theories like, yeah, that's who they're going to take. Well, maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. That's the, that wouldn't surprise me at all. Jake Locker's there, available 12th. Vikings do scoop him up. Wouldn't surprise me, and sure the heck wouldn't disappoint me, to be honest. But no, to the point on the uh, the new NFL draft.com, they have Blaine Gabbard going fourth to Cincinnati. It's, uh, uh, huh? it's just, like, what were they thinking? I just, I'm not sure. I, I don't know. It's like they're getting, they're thinking too much, or they're trying to get too cute. Um, no, I think Gabbert's going in the top. Uh, why? They think he's going to go behind Cam Newton? Are they in crack? Yeah, they do. They have Cam Newton going number one overall to the uh, the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Almost everybody can pretty much see Cam Newton suiting up for the Buffalo Bills next year, third overall. Next year, if there is a next year, and I think there will be. Um, but no, I, <laughs> I have no idea what's going to happen. But most likely, I think it will go in the order they're showing in the top three, at very least. Yeah, I could see that. Marcus Darius going to Marcel, excuse me, Marcel Darius. That was not cool. Sorry about that, guys. Going to the uh, Denver Broncos, second overall. Tell you, get that thing going. Defensive tackle, of course, out of Alabama. Um, and then, of course, Cam, Cameron Newton going to Buffalo. Anthony from L.A. not liking Mr. Newton very much coming to the Vikings. Um, the talent is there, but... He's kind of a, you know, he's kind of, he's, he, you know, Cam Newton is the wild card of this draft. There, there's no doubt about it. Uh, Gabbert's more of the sure thing. Blaine Gabbert, that is. Uh, Jake Locker, who knows? Some people say he could be like the next Brett Favre. And no, not really, you know, but, you know, but kind of in terms of he's got the leadership skills and he's kind of a, a tough underdog type that tends to overachieve everywhere he goes. We'll see. I mean, who knows? Yeah, but then that he has leadership skills like more than anybody in this draft. You know, legendary leadership skills. But not legendary. But you know what I mean. I'm just using the word, I guess, a little freely there. 
Um, but, you know, that Cam Newton's more of a debated individual. He could go kind of anywhere, though most assumptions have him going third overall to the Bills. So there you go. Um, I have no idea what's going to happen with this guy. He could be anything. He could be He could be the next great quarterback in the league, and he could be... Uh, <laughs> he could be Tavares. No, he'll be better than that guy, but you get the idea. Um, he could be like the young man over in Tennessee. You know, he could be that guy. Yeah, that guy over in Tennessee. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, fun, right? So that's pretty much where we're going to lean there. Uh, Randy Moss and Aaron Henderson, yeah, I caught that interview as well. That's kind of cool that you listen to podcasts from the KFAN.com. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Power Trip Morning Show, I'm not sure. No, I, <laughs> they, they don't need my approval or anything, you know, but I'm not sure that's the, that's a show that's a show that I rank too high. <laughs> no offense to anybody, though. I mean, it's up to you who you like and who you don't. Uh, Paul Allen, I love listening to that show. And uh, Dan Barrero, those are my two favorites from KFN. Not that anybody's taking notes and who cares who I like in KFN, but I'll give, give my opinion anyway, I guess. <laughs> I'll just leave it there. Um... Yeah, yeah, I would be thrilled for Jake Locker coming to Minnesota. That's kind of who I'm endorsing right now uh, with the 12th pick. Jake Locker to the Vikings. Though, sure, if we got the defensive end, Mr. DeQuinn Bowers, that'd be okay with me, I suppose. DeQuan, excuse me. Um, I'd live with it, I suppose. But um, quarterback, 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 quarterback. Quarterback to Minnesota, please. Yes, please, quarterback to Minnesota. Oh, yeah. Uh... But no, Randy Moss to Minnesota, or Randy Moss on Aaron Henderson, who filled in for Paul Allen a few weeks ago, or uh, a week ago. Sorry, I'm jumping around like a lunatic right now. That was a fun. That was a fun interview. That was a really fun interview. Uh, Randy Moss was keeping it real, I guess, as he likes to say. Uh, him saying how he's he's going to be real with us. That yeah, that him and Brad Childress are just fine. I'm not sure that's real, but I guess <laughs> I guess may, maybe they were okay. Maybe. Everybody's opinions were a little bit bloated. I have no idea. I'm a little surprised if Randy Moss and Brad Shoulders were, were cool, though. I'm a little surprised if they were. I I kind of think he's sugarcoating because he just said whatever. Uh, Anthony from L.A. hoping that Moss comes back, retiring with the Minnesota Vikings. I think that'd be wonderful. In a perfect world, it would be the fitting end for Randy Moss's career to be in Minnesota. I mean, the ultimate fitting end for Moss would be to finally get a ring and to get it in Minnesota. That would be like a dream scenario, like I talked about last year. How terrific that would be. Though, Randy Moss's heart is with the New England Patriots. If you listen to that whole interview, his heart is with the New England Patriots. Minnesota is second on that list, I think, for Randy Moss. I think it's second, though he also did make the statement that, hey, at Moss's age... He's not so sure that his addition to this team puts the, you know, in the position, current position of the team at his age. He's not so sure that it's the right fit. I mean, he that's how he kind of said it. He's not really so sure, though, though he would welcome it. He'd welcome coming to Minnesota, but he's not so sure that coming to Minnesota means, a, you know, that he's going to get a ring here because the Vikings' uh, current situation might not really be the most ideal uh, situation for a 30-year-old wide receiver to come in and win a championship. You could be looking at a rookie quarterback or a second-year guy in Joe Webb or some KG veteran who's not that good, you know, like Bobby Brister was for the Vikings back in 99. Uh, he didn't start, but he might have 
if Culpepper didn't blow up the way he did that year, that one year <laughs> in 2000. Um, okay, he had another good year in 2004. And three, he was good, but eh, yeah, that's just three good seasons out of like how many? Yeah, you get the idea there. Um, but no, that's Moss's point. He's not so sure how far really that could go. And I kind of, I, I can see where he's coming from there. In a perfect world, the Vikings would be ready to go right away. Bada bing, bada boom, we're going to the Super Bowl and we're going to win it. In the Packers' case, Favre went away. Aaron Rodgers emerged, and, the, and within, was it, three years, the Packers win the championship. Ugh, wouldn't that be nice if the Vikings could do that? But unfortunately, <laughs> we're missing Aaron Rodgers. We're missing the next Aaron Rodgers right now, and we need that to happen. Maybe Jake Locker could become that. Oh, that would be the sweetest thing ever. If Jake Locker could be our version of Aaron Rodgers to come in, replace Brett Favre, and uh, be something special in time. Maybe not right away, but in time. Oh, that would be oh so sweet, wouldn't it? So again, thank you for the call, Anthony from L.A. Got me going, and I appreciate it as always. You know, got, got me going on topics, and that's fantastic. Always bringing a lot to the table. And again, I always welcome those of you out there to call in as well. 209-736-7877. So let's go to the Purple Mafia Facebook page. Let's just move right along here. Let's just move right along. So, yes, it says that the Vikings, uh, according to Dan Doro, who made lots of uh, article posts, I always appreciate these posts, Dan. I appreciate them a lot. So don't think for one second that I don't. I love them. Continue to do it. Continue to post these. I think Dan Doro is one of the absolute best contributors to this show. He, he, he really is. And uh, that, that's why it would be nice to hear him call in, too, at times. But fantastic contributor to the Pearl Mafia page. Oh, I, I love it. Um, he puts the article up saying that the Vikings uh, would get a first-round tender on Sidney Rice if the Vikings do lose him. So that's good, at least. If the Vikings lose Sidney Rice, maybe they can get a suitable replacement with that pick. Maybe. If that's the right player to take at that position. Because like when I was talking about in the previous show, in the NFL draft, you don't just take a guy because of his position. You take a guy at the position if he's... You don't take a guy just because he's a wide receiver. Because what if the guy available right now, the guy, the best available wide receiver, isn't really supposed to be picked until the second or third round? You know, unless you have a really awesome opinion on this guy, and you saw something that maybe some of the other guys didn't, you can't take him 18th overall or so if he's projected to go like 90th. You, you just that's just insane. You you can't do that. So um, if there is a wide receiver who's who's suitable. For the 18th pick, you know, anything maybe maybe suitable for the 25th or 26th, okay, yeah, go for it, sure. But, um, yeah, you, as long as it's somebody whose talent level does belong at or near that spot, that'd be fantastic. Take the wide receiver, sure. Especially if you lose Sidney Bryce, you have to get a wide receiver at some point if you can. Maybe you have to make a trade or, or a free agent signing, whatever you can do to try to help fill the void. Though I'm not ready to just say Sidney Rice is gone just yet. I'm, I'm not ready to do that. So we'll just kind of leave that as is. Chris Tucker, always like what he has to say, says, Unfortunately, that tag will probably not hold up as it is only under the guidelines of six-year free agents <laughs> like the non-capped year. Most likely it will go back to either four or five years, which means because he is in his fifth year, we won't get anything. 
that sucks. <laughs> he continues, Chris Tucker, in another post right after that, says they should just transition tag him for a year. He is too important to risk having leave. And yeah, my thoughts were like, yeah, losing Rice would hurt. They really would. It was a good catch by Chris, but always a good post by Dan, of course. Uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. I mean, how much is going to change out there? How much of the rules will change? It's like, it, it, you know, it's weird. It's like you want to, I want to come up here and give you a true, give you a true opinion on things. But it's like, what, what is the, what, what are the parameters going to be? What are the parameters going to be on a player like Sidney Rice in his position or other players on this team? Like the Ray Edwards and such, you know, the guys like that. What's going to happen? That's the million dollar question. What is going to change? What's going to stay the same? So how difficult will it be to keep uh, Sidney Rice? I am, I, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> if the rules stay the same, we probably have a good chance. If not, we could be in trouble. It would really suck to lose Sidney Rice and get uh, absolutely no compensation of any kind. Though I guess, I, I guess here in Minnesota we're used to that type of thing. I mean, crap happens. It just does. Brent Jacobson making a uh, post earlier in the month saying the Vikings considered Orton and I think Webb is nowhere close that a close to pro that um, courtesy of profootballtalk.com that is a great website though great always to having be able to cite just where these articles came from of course the Dan Doro posts are generally from NFL.com this one not an exception the earlier one about City Rice yeah I mean I agree with I agree with profootballtalk.com right there um and that, and uh, or I, I agree with the Vikings. If if this is true, that yeah, that uh, Webb really is nowhere close. No, I I don't think he's a starting quarterback in this league, not right now, not right now. Um, but Kyle Orton is going to be the Denver Broncos starting quarterback, so that's pretty much over with in terms of Orton. He he would have been a nice kind of veteran band aid fill in. He was decent for the Broncos. He was decent for the Bears. So why wouldn't he be decent for the Vikings? You know, it's a nice thought there. It also says in the article that the Minnesota Vikings don't know who their starting quarterback is. Of course we don't. But the Vikings reportedly considered trying to pry Orton from the Broncos. That was of uh, that was from Charlie Wal- Charlie Walters, of course, that being shooter of the Pioneer Press. I like to call it Pioneer Planet because that used to be the website, <laughs> pioneerplanet.com. Gotta love that. Um, now the 18-game season is off the table. That's something I got from startribune.com. That was reported a few weeks ago. <laughs> I know it's kind of old news, but it's like we're going over it anyway, um, you know, because we got to give our opinions on it. It's not even about, I'm not coming up here trying to report breaking news here, folks, so don't make fun of me too much. I know it's not breaking news. It's about giving opinions. And, um, <laughs> well, 18-game season off the table. You know what? You know what I say to this whole 18-game stuff and all this other stuff? Leave it alone. Leave the, leave the season alone. 16 games is perfect. I like being able to say 9 and 7, 10 and 6, 12 and 4, 11 and 5. I, I don't want to talk about 12 and, and, and 8. That's not, or 6, 12 and 6. That's, that just sounds ugly. 12 and 4, 11 and 5. You know, let, let's just, nah. <laughs> no. Just leave it alone. Leave everything alone. I think it's fine. Now, I understand the thought of getting rid of preseason games and maybe turning them into a regular season game. Now, that's cool in one way, but I don't know. It, 
in a way, it, it slightly cheapens the value of some of, of regular season games. I think it kind of dilutes it a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit. Just leave it alone. Leave it alone. I'm kind of. I'm glad. I'm glad. Just leave it alone. That's what I say. Oh, goody. <laughs> Gotta love this. Uh, Kevin Williams won't appeal. Starcaps ruling. Pat Williams will. Minnesota Vikings defensive tackle Kevin Williams is waving the white flag in his lengthy battle with the NFL. And line mate Pat Williams isn't ready to give up. So basically, Kevin Williams is pretty much giving up in that whole uh, purple pill eaters, as I like to call it. I'm surprised nobody else picked that. Nobody else scooped that little bit up before I did. It's <laughs> the purple pill eaters. That's what they are, the purple pill eaters. That's Come on. How could nobody have picked that up before me? That's a, that's an easy one. But hey, thanks. I'll 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 hang on to it. Uh, Dan Dora, of course, posting that saying not good, and and yeah, that sucks because it would it would uh, that could mean a four game suspension for Kevin Williams. Oh goody, you know. I guess last year would have been per- a perfect time for it to happen since it was just a waste of a year anyway. Would have been nice to get it out of the way. Patrick Pat Williams is probably done anyway, so he doesn't really. Or I mean, I don't even know what he's fighting for anyway. He's 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 done. Pat Williams really can't play anymore, and he's getting old. That's pretty much where things go. Dan Doro posts yet again. Gotta love that. Always. This on March 13th, saying, Citizens in Minnesota's rural areas, leery of stadium tax. Man, you think I'm going to put myself through that again? Gee, imagine that. Leery of stadium tax. I mean, that's all we ever hear in Minnesota, and that's all we're ever going to hear. I don't like taxes either. I really don't, and I don't like big government either. I can tell you where I lean politically, at least slightly. Maybe not as much as you might think. But um, all people do is complain about taxes, yet all we do is raise taxes for everything else, but for lobbyists. It drives me crazy. It's it's crazy. It drives me nuts. And <laughs> like I was pretty pissed off last year when I was reading what some of those politicians were saying in the, in the Star Tribune. I was reading the Star Tribune on air one time, a physical paper. I, I enjoy doing that. I should bring the paper... I should bring paper to the podcast more often. I actually like reading the paper, right? In, you know, not actually reading, yeah, like reading quotes from the paper to you. I like doing that. It's kind of fun. But um, it's like, here we go again. Oh, goody. Oh, gosh dang it. I hate billionaires. I hate supporting billionaires to build a stadium. Well, it's just, you just kind of come up with that opinion. And I understand why you would think that way. But at the same time, for crying out loud. It, it, it gets old listening to it. It just does. It just does. I'm going to leave it as that. I mean, it's kind of like, oh, I hate... You know, and it's usually just these dorks that don't like sports. Just because you don't like sports doesn't mean that, you know, building a stadium is a bad thing. So let's just let's just raise taxes for some other jackass. You know, some other jackass that doesn't deserve it. That, that's basically what, what they're going to do anyway. You just want stuff for your special interests. So what about something that is in the quote-unquote special interest of a lot more people in this in this state? It's it's a worldwide. The Minnesota Vikings are you know a worldwide interest, and it, it would suck to lose them. It really would. It really would. Oh, and here we go. More good news for the Vikings. And again, I know it's not new news, but it's a topic to talk about. It's an opinion. It's something to have an opinion on. Dan Rodoro with another not good post, as he likes to post on there. Well, not he didn't like it, but it's you know he put it there. 
Vikings defensive back Chris Cook charged with brandishing weapon. Oh, come on! <sighs> Ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I just, you know, it never, yeah, it never ends. It just, are, are you kidding me? I just, are you kidding me? So Chris Tucker coming in with a very interesting post here to come in to defend Mr. Cook, saying that it's, it's not good, but if you read the full story on Star Tribune, it sounds like a BS charge, as in Virginia, any citizen can charge another citizen without any proof, so it sounds like it probably won't be anything, and it'll be thrown out of court. Still, what's with these NFL guys having guns in the first place? Um, I'm going to comment on the gun thing first. I'm going to comment on the gun thing first. Uh, no, I don't like people brandishing weapons, like pulling them out and stuff. That's what brandishing means. Though, I'm going to say this. I know you don't come in here to listen to politics, and I'm just going to say this really quick. I support the right to bear arms. So I I don't really agree with the part about guy, people having guns. Now, brandishing them, that's another story. That's kind of ridiculous. It's kind of, uh, it's kind of thuggy, quite frankly, if he really did brandish a weapon. Um... That's that's different. That's not a right to bear arms. That's uh, a, that's just being stupid. So I agree with most of what Tucker said there. Just not the last part, maybe. I'm not even necessarily, yeah, sure he meant it that way, but looks like it. Uh, you have a right to your opinion, and uh, I respect it 100%. 100% on that. Uh, though, yeah, being able to charge a citizen without any proof, that's kind of, what the hell? What the hell? That's insane. That's that's pretty corrupt. I mean, whether you're able to charge another citizen without any proof. I thought the government just did that. I, I didn't know citizens did that, too. Oh, I'll leave that as is. Let's move on to the next topic. <clears throat> Dan Doro <laughs> says, Vi uh, Washington quarterback Locker auditions for Vikings Broncos. Titans up next. Got to like that. It's a locker time. Maybe. We'll see. Um... I like that idea, and of course, of course, they're going to look at Jake Locker. They're going to look at him quite a bit, and again, Mr. Chris Spielman, excuse me, Chris Spielman, Rick Spielman, I keep saying his bro older brother, Chris Spielman, who played for the Detroit, Detroit Lions and Cleveland Browns, Rick Spielman, Vice President of Player Personnel, Minnesota Vikings, and one of the best executives in the league, in my humble opinion, not being a homer, I just think he's very good, um, said that we're going to lock her up. <laughs> when Paul Allen was making other bits uh, along the way about other quarterbacks and other players in the draft. Uh, that doesn't mean that's who they're going to take. That doesn't even necessarily mean who he likes, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> and uh, I think it's a real, very real possibility. Here we go, folks. The biggest of them all. The biggest of them all. Now I get to... Now I get to uh, now I get to comment on this out here, finally. Felt like forever. I almost forgot I was going to even comment on this. And I'm a little disappointed that not only was I the only person to put this up here, bring up this topic on the page. Now, there's nothing against the listeners, but I have a right to be a little disappointed. Nobody else seemed to put this up here. They put all the other stuff up, but not this. And no listeners commented on it either. Farzine Vesugian is the only one that commented on it. And Farzine Vesugian, love him. 
you know. But I'm just saying, he's not a Minnesota Viking fan. Now, we can't let Adrian Peterson get a pass on what he said here. Modern day slavery alive in the NFL. Modern day slavery alive in the NFL. This is beyond belief! You're an idiot. This this doesn't make any sense. Now, I understand this type of thing can be taken out of context, and I understand that the uh, agent is going to... Try to protect his client. Oh, of course he is. And say, oh, it was taken out of context. Well, of course it was taken out of context. Because my client would never do that. Right. Your client would never do that. Well, that's just because your client pays you. That's the only reason you're saying that. <laughs> if your client didn't, if he wasn't your client, you wouldn't give a rat's, rat's ass what he says, would you? No, you wouldn't. In fact, you wouldn't defend him at all. No, you wouldn't. Modern day slavery alive in the NFL. This is the thing. I mean, I understand Adrian Peterson has not signed his big check yet, but regardless, even if it's two million a year, slaves didn't even get paid for one. They got they got barely got enough food to stay alive. You just don't use that word. You just don't use it. It's impossible to put that word with a professional sport, even if you're just talking about how the owners abuse use and abuse their players, they sell their players like an item, we'll say. Not that S word you put up there, Mr. Peterson. I understand it's kind of like this buy and sell thing and you can just let them go like this and that. Yeah, I can understand your frustration in that. I can understand how players may get used and abused, overworked at times, pushed around. But are you bleeping kidding me? And I'm glad I didn't use the word and I almost did. (laughs) And you know which word I was going to use. Are you bleeping kidding me? Even if it's $2 million a year, you can't use... <laughs> which is kind of low for a guy of Adrian Peterson's stature. I, I think he makes more than that, if I remember correctly. Well, of course he does. But uh, no, he hasn't signed his big check yet. But you just don't use that word. You just don't do that. True slaves got truly got abused and didn't get paid and got murdered. You just don't use that word. It's, you just don't. It's insane and stupid. And so reckless. Because not only do you get paid ridiculous amounts of money, now, of course, the contract is the small part. The endorsements is where the real money is, ladies and gentlemen. Shaquille O'Neal has never deposited a check that he got paid for, that he got uh, from, the, from the NBA because his endorsements are so high. He never he hasn't has deposited an NBA check yet because his endorsements are so ridiculous. You think Adrian Peterson doesn't have a lot of endorsements? Oh, he has a lot of endorsements. He probably makes $40 million a year on endorsements. Now, that's just a random, rough estimate by myself. Out of nowhere, I just pulled that out of thin air. But you know what? I bet you I bet you, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm somewhere near the ballpark there. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised at all. Okay, maybe not 40 Maybe 20 But that's a lot. <laughs> um, you just don't make comments like that. But again, not only... Is it the, not only does the money not, prove that you're not even near slave level, but the hero worship. Slaves didn't get worshipped like heroes, folks. Slaves got abused. Unfairly, very unfairly abused. Um, my God, man, my God. I just you, know, you, just, you just don't come up with this type of comic and expect anybody to take you seriously. 
<laughs> okay, maybe take you seriously, like want to pound your face, at least verbally, for the time. For physically, I don't know if I could do that. No, probably not. <laughs> verbally, sure. <laughs> physically, yeah, right. <laughs> but, um, good Lord. The, the hero worship is off the charts. I mean, some of the tweets I saw about how much these girls or whoever love Adrian, I, I, I wanted to vomit reading it. I mean, the hero worship is off the charts. So, Adrian, you're not a slave, okay? I still love you as a player, but shut your mouth. Please, shut your mouth, okay? I, I, I'm just shocked that you would come up with this type of comment. I mean, the guy, one of the most well-spoken, just cool people, and then you say this, why did you have to say that, man? Why? All right, Farzine Vesugian comments. His comment is, the sport is physically demanding, but you're getting paid millions, so STFU. Shut the the flip up. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's saying to him. I say, always say, I agree. Thank you for that. And it's not only the pay, but the insane hero worship as well. Farzine Vesugian, host of the Chiefs End Zone Show, or the Chiefs Zone, excuse me. It used to be the End Zone Show, but the Chiefs Zone. Again, not a Viking fan. A colleague and a very knowledgeable one, but not a Viking fan. Where are you guys on this one? You can't just let Adrian pass on this. You might not be trying to, you might not mean to, but I'm just I'm surprised that nobody else commented. I'm just surprised. Uh, Farzine says, perhaps working at Lowe's and receiving minimum wage would get him to be thankful. I believe one player said something similar a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nothing but complainers, you know, and I understand again, NFL players don't get near the pay, the pay or the rights in their contract that baseball and basketball do. I mean, basketball players and baseball players have way more rights in their contracts than NFL players do in terms of like all that guaranteed crap that they don't deserve. A lot of those baseball players, <laughs> a lot of baseball players really, you know, and basketball players really screw Screw their screw the hand that feeds them. Really bite the hand that feeds them. They don't even put in a good effort half the time. Much as I love the NBA and Major League Baseball, but um, still, you don't. None of you are slaves. Not a damn one of you. Not a damn one of you. End of sermon. Dan Doro says finally now the workers begin to replacing the damaged roof in the Metrodome, and that is fantastic. Great to hear. They're also it's it's saying how basically. Each little diamond takes about a day to do. So it's going to be a long process. They're cutting out the old ones and putting in the new. It's going to be a literal process where they're cutting out the old parts and putting in the new ones into the dome roof. It's it's interesting, and uh, it's finally starting to get a little warmer out. I believe that has a big part of this. So they're going to try to get this thing done by a reasonable amount of time. And uh, I never would have thought it would have been so long since they started fixing it, but I guess I'm sure it has to do with the, cl the, the climate. I'm sure it does. It doesn't surprise me at all, in fact. Sebastian Balls returning to the Purple Mafia show. Paige, great to have you back, buddy. It has been a while, and uh, he got some comments coming. He got a lot of responses here. His deal is if we don't have a lockout this year and we draft a wide receiver for our first pick, we have a good chance of winning the North. My comment is, yeah, sure, another wide receiver would help, but I'm leaning towards quarterback and on an offensive line, however both being foundations for franchise and that desperately are, are of desperate need to this organization. They absolutely are. Balls responds with, we are losing Rice and Berrien sucks something awful. 
I agree on the Barian sucks something awful. The Rice thing is not a done deal yet. And um, I, I don't know. I mean, is there really a guarantee we're going to lose Sidney Rice? I mean, I don't know. I hope not. I hope not. I can't necessarily agree with that, but maybe. Um, though I do understand Sebastian's uh, fears here. Yeah, if we lose Sidney Rice... That would be that would be really bad because all you have is is uh, <laughs> Percy Harvin. That's it. That's all you got. Uh, what Greg Cameron? No, that's not going to work. Greg Lewis? No. Um, Barry? No. So yeah, you'd have you have nothing. And Percy Harvin's undersized for the position. You need a wide receiver. Percy Harvin's pretty much an underneath receiver. <laughs> you could say he's like almost like a running back. Um, I respond with, "Are you convinced we're losing Rice?" I don't know about that, but if we do, that would suck. But I still, yeah, I still do believe that getting a quarterback or, or an offensive line does come first. Tucker's response is, I want nothing but offensive picks except for one safety pick on defense. Please, God, cut Berrien and Mo Williams and use the money to sign Sydney. Love what Chris Tucker said there. Strong comments and uh, love it. Love it. Sebastian Balls says, true and a fast receiver. Eh. And a fast receiver, and although Webb is raw, the only thing that will help is game time, and we all know that T-Crack got lots of practice and still sucks something awful. Very true, and yeah, the more reps for Webb will make him better, I'm sure. I'm sure. We'll see. Man. I mean, I, I like what you're saying, Sebastian. I, I do. I like what you're saying. Ah, oh, man, I... I just got to think there's a, a better option at quarterback, but we'll see. Maybe Webb will blow up, and guess what? I'll be the first to eat crow because you know what? Whoever is the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings, long, short, and long term, I want them to succeed. I Go ahead. Be the most valuable player in the league. So I, I'm not rooting against anybody. If they end up being the starting quarterback, I'm going to hope and pray to God that they blow up. Um, right now... I, if I was the coach, I wouldn't necessarily see Webb Web as that guy. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, maybe, maybe he will be. Maybe he will be. And if he gets the if 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 Leslie Frazier does do, uh, deem Webb as the guy as worthy of the starting position, go get him. Go get him, Joe. I, I'm not going to be rooting against him at all. Dan Taylor, jumping in. Nice to see you, Dan been a little while. Yeah, it kind of has. Uh, his comment is, if we draft a wide receiver in the first round, I will personally start the Fire Frazier campaign. More than anything, we need our young quarterback. And until we get that fixed, we can get used to looking up from fourth place in the north. Then again, even with a good draft that hits with every pick, I'm not expecting better than a wild card into the playoffs. Nobody is saying it, but this is a rebuilding year. Yeah, that's a that's a very very strong. That's filled with some very strong comments, Dan. And uh, I love your passion. I love your passion. Um. Yeah, I, I don't think the I wouldn't be very happy if the Vikings took a wide receiver in the first round, unless every single quarterback or offensive lineman that would be worthy of the twelfth pick was long gone, and that the next available guy was supposed to go in the third round. Sure. And there's like a wide receiver dangling there who could be like who's who's probably projected to go what much higher than people would ex- would have expected at one point. 
Um, that would be the only way I would go wide receiver there. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah, I mean, not expecting better than wild card into the playoffs. You know, I can't really disagree with that either. Like, you know, like best case scenario, we just get the wild card. I can't really disagree with that because it kind of is a rebuilding year. I mean, the offensive line fell off the face of the earth. We might be losing Sidney Rice. Uh, Ray Edwards is most likely gone. And whoever the quarterback is, it's either going to be somebody who is extremely, extremely raw or somebody who is old and a one-year Band-Aid. So you can't really expect more than 9-7, and 10-6 and six out of that type of situation. You just can't. Miracles do happen sometimes, but not often. And uh, again, both teams that were nice kind of 10-6 and six underdogs that won the championship, well, they, their starting quarterback was the starting quarterback for at least three years. Eli Manning and um, Aaron Rodgers were both starting quarterbacks for at least three years for their franchises. 10-6 and six teams that went on to win the championship had quarterbacks that were pretty established. Regardless of what you think of either one. Regardless of what you think of either one. They were established and uh, the chemistry was there. Chris Tucker with the final post on (laughs) Purple Mafia show page on the Facebook group. We're nearing the conclusion here. At least of this part. Oh yeah, conclusion of the show. Chris Tucker says, Compensary picks handed out by NFL. The good news is the Vikes got an extra 6th and 7th round pick. But for some reason, the Packers get a fourth rounder. Man, do I hate the Pack. And yeah, it's like as I posted on there to respond to Chris Tucker, it's like, yeah, they seem to get every bounce of the ball, don't they, Chris? They do. It seems like the Packers get every bounce of the ball. It really does. And they did with that as well. Six and seven round picks. Hey, you know, you hope for special team guys there. Special team linebackers, special team wide receivers. That's pretty much what you're looking at, and maybe a, a Tyler Thigpen, you know, another Joe Webb, Joe Webb, Tyler Thigpen type quarterback that could be a valuable piece. So no, I'm not rooting against Joe Webb, and I don't think he sucks. Yeah, either. I just not convinced he's the starter. But if he is, he is. And if there's not the uh, a, a, a correct fit for the Vikings at quarterback this year in the draft, then go get him, Joe. Go get him. Go, Joe. Go, Joe! Okay, that was lame, but we'll just move on. Um, but no, 6th and 7th round picks, yeah. You, you know, special teamers. Let's let's shore up special teams some more. Get some competition in there for the other guys. Maybe that, that might need it. The linebackers and uh, wide receivers for the special teams. Maybe like a running back or something. You know, the special team type running back type guys that actually get tackles. Like the Anthony Morrows and the... And the and the, and the whoever, the Joe Webbs, the, the whoever. <laughs> the wannabe Percy Harvins, I guess we'll say. Um, who knows? You know, speedy guys that maybe are undersized that might get drafted much lower. The Benny Saps, maybe. Guys like that, too. We'll just see how things go. So with that, uh, I'm going to uh, issue out a small little warning here. Not sure when the next Purple Mafia show is going to be, but do expect it to come. I mean, I'm not quitting. Obviously, you guys know that. Uh, The reason is, obviously, the lockout, but also the lawn service. Yes, the lawn service is kicking in very, very soon. Very, very soon. Back to doing spring cleanups again. Oh, goody. That can take anywhere from three to five, maybe in the worst case, six weeks to get completed. That can mean seven-day weeks of work, folks, between the two jobs. 
Yep, because I also have a full-time job besides the lawn service. So uh, spring cleanups are going to be hell this year because of the early winter. So there might not be a Purple Mafia show available for a while. Uh, I'll try to get one around the draft, though. Maybe, depending on the weather and depending on availability, stuff like that, maybe I'll sneak one in before the draft. If not, I'll try to sneak one in after the draft, and eventually there will be a draft review. It might be as late as May. (laughs) That's insane saying that, but yeah, it might be as late as May, whatever, May 7th, May 1st, May 15th. Hopefully not that late, and it could be as early as something uh, April 20th, something. Who knows? Who knows? Or April, yeah, April 20th or April 20-something. Who knows? It's going to be probably around there, so just throwing that out there, folks. It might be a while till the next show, but don't fret. Purple Mafia is not going away, and I will continue to post on the Facebook group because it doesn't take that long to post on the Facebook group. Though then again, being the, the second shift, I might be able to sneak in some shows in the evenings. So maybe it won't be so long. Maybe it will be only three weeks till the next show, which could mean a draft preview, a more detailed draft preview than just talking about Jake Locker and Cam Newton and Blaine Gabbard. Maybe something a little more detailed. This was more generalized and uh, having to catch up, tying up some loose ends out there. Lots of stuff to talk about. Maybe a miracle will happen and the lockout will end. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that. But um, we'll just see how things go there. But with that, I'm going to tell you that joining the message boards and the sportsstuff.com is something that we'd love you to do. The message boards and the sportsstuff.com. On the front page of the website, click on the button that says TSS Boards. Then click on a link that says Register. That should be right there in front of you. It's a small little thing that says Register. Click on that. Get your screen name up there. Make it something that makes sense. Not some jumbled uh, typo-looking mess because that reeks of spam, and of course our administrators, Dylan Richardson and Rusty Bennett, may consider deleting it because of the risk of spam. You know, that's usually what spam looks like, so it's just a bunch of goofballs, <laughs> spammers that do that type of stuff, that want to sell porn. Great. Good good for them. Um, but no, have like a viable screen name. Maybe you want to be Snake Eyes, like from Holiday Gas Station or something. Oh, there you go. There's an endorsement. That's something I'm looking at right now in my corner of my eye. Uh, maybe you want to be Mr. Incredible, like the Droid Incredible for Verizon Wireless and HTC, the Droid Incredible. Or you want to be AP28, or you want to be uh, Percy Harvin or something. I don't know. Or you just want to, or, or you want to be, you know, have a name like Anthony from L.A. Or Joey from Golden Valley. Or John from Ireland or something. John from Dublin, Ireland. Who Who knows? Um, whoever you are, get a viable screen name, something that makes sense, that'd be terrific. Join those message boards and talk with everybody from the NFC North and the NFC North section in the for- in the NFL forums. You can go to any of the sections. They're split in divisions, which is kind of a cool idea. Um, you can go to anybody. Talk with all the NFL fans on there, like Farzin Vesugian. Maybe you want to talk about the Kansas City Chiefs or something a little bit. Who knows? Like, whatever you are. Maybe you want to talk NBA basketball. Minnesota Timberwolves, baby. NHL Hockey, Minnesota Wild. Brave the Wild, also available on the sportsstuff.com and on iTunes, as well as Timberwolves Explosion. Yeah, do check those out as well. So with that, I am going to conclude Purple Mafia, episode number 87. Ugh, Bernard Berrien. Ugh, I hope this show wasn't as bad as he is. (laughs) 
Let's think of somebody better. Yeah, that wore that number. Yeah, let's just think of somebody better. Let's just move on, though, and <laughs> let's get on to episode number 88 and with the, and the Ellen Page episode. Yeah, baby. Not Michael Irvin, Ellen Page, because this is the show that covers the Purple People Eaters, and we like to call it Purple Mafia. Take care, everybody. Mm-hmm.